1: Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime.
0: And I imagine myself as a dark, heroic shonen protagonist, but I'm actually more of a little shojo girl. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. You do realize you just said little girl, girl, right? Hey, listen here. <laughs> I can do whatever I want here. Words. It's, a, words bit, it's are... a bit like
1: asking for non-bread. You know what I mean? <laughs>
0: Uh, I I mean I I'm fine with that. You know what? Hey hey Dylan, just just loudly and obnoxiously fill in something that makes sense for for one of the girls. Like just just cut your own voice in there and and just let it be. And and that'll be the better explanation. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, Remington, but that's fine.
1: I rarely do these days.
0: All right. So uh, what what are we doing uh, this week, Sean? Last week, we we visited Mr. Gibbles. Uh, It was nice. It was wholesome fun. Everything was great. Uh, And and that, as always, worries me because when things are good, it tends to be uh, the calm before the storm.
1: You know, that is very true, Remington. I do like to mix it up from time to time. I like to, you know, sprinkle in some bad with some good, you know, do some things that are uh, both uh, varied enough to. Uh, warrant different conversations because if we talk about the exact same thing uh
0: week in and week out over and over and over again people get bored but like variety which is why we're changing it up this week in celebration of 101 episodes we are doing 101 dalmatians ladies and gentlemen the greatest anime of all time <laughs> think about uh, all of the anime dogs Cruella davila's best girl <laughs>
1: I like those yandere's, you know what I'm saying? Hey. I I am not dipping my hand into any uh, proverbial Disney bin at the moment. Uh, All
0: right, but at least tell me that whatever anime we're doing, there's a dog, preferably a few, preferably up to 101. (laughs) A sliding scale, huh? Yeah, one, two, 101.
1: What if I wanted to do the sequel movie, 102 Dalmatians?
0: Now we're just getting excessive. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like all direct-to-DVD Disney sequels. A little excessive. Uh, <laughs> but no, Remington, no, no, no. I, 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 ain't, I ain't gonna guarantee any kind of Dalmatians in this anime. Uh, there is a possibility of some cute, cute critters, quite frankly, in this one, though. Uh, all right, c- I'm sold. I say possibility. Like, if, at most, maybe a cameo. It's not gonna be about cute critters. I'm sorry. We, we did a whole movie about God, cute critters. damn it.
0: I know. That's, that's all I find joy in nowadays.
1: Yeah, ever since we've been, you know, locked
0: up and uh, tucked away out of society's eye. <laughs> Exactly. I'm stuck at home, and and now the only solace I get when it comes to cute critters is when you send me pictures of whatever furry creature you have Dylan dressed up as in his cage. Uh, some of them are a bit less cute, a bit more risque, but you know what? I'll take what I can get.
1: Uh, the really concerning thing about that Remington is is I don't dress up Dylan in things. I did not know that was a feature. Although I did now lose w- my phone for several
0: weeks at one point. That was a. Uh... See, now we just need to wonder how he got them in his cage. The real question is: Is our editor a furry? Uh, that'll be the next uh, conspiracy theory. Uh, that that that's a mystery for uh, another day. We'll sleuth that out as time goes on. Nonetheless, for this week, what are we jumping into, Sean? Well, Remington, this week I
1: figured we'd uh, jump into something that I've wanted to talk about for a hot minute, but didn't really have a good excuse to, aside from you know the usual. Uh, I want to. Uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, and I figured I'd do one that would be nice, short, and easy this time. Around. uh well for me at least it'll be it'll be interesting to see what you think of it because ultimately oh god uh we're jumping into another isekai today
0: oh no no okay okay so we we're gonna have this whole isekai formula uh and and the thing with isekai it's like oh that's a neat idea and then it's just terrible from there you get neat idea and that's it that's all have we had a good isekai yet um
1: Because I'm struggling to think of one. I mean, we've done, you know, a hundred episodes at this point. I'm trying so, to think some, of... Uh,
0: some, uh, I, know, I know for a fact some of our, our worst, some of the ones I've hated the most, they've been isekais. That is true. That is true. Uh, I mean, we did Konosuba,
1: which you hated, but lots of people love. Uh... Yeah, no, yeah, sorry. That does not qualify as a, a good one. <laughs> So that's, a you know, the thousands upon thousands
0: of people who love that series. Um, all right, if, if, if there's an isekai, like, people, uh, remind me of it, because uh, right now I'm struggling to think of any. Uh, what one are we doing today? Are they jumping into a generic fantasy world, or is it something a little bit different?
1: Ah, uh, well,
0: it is a little different. Uh, the, the way you say that makes me think that uh, the emphasis is on the little different there.
1: Well, I mean, that's the thing about isekais. You know, there's so goddamn many of them. Like, we've only covered, like... They're all the same. Well, mostly, yeah. Uh, (laughs) But there's a... The, the nice thing about isekais is since there are so many of them, uh, there is a chance that you'll find something truly nice, truly wonderful, and truly special mixed in throughout the bunch. Uh, ever since, you know, the big isekai boom in uh, 2012, 2013, that's just been growing exponentially ever since, uh, we've gotten so much variety that there have been some genuine uh, quality ones slipped in there. Uh, I do not consider myself isekai trash, uh, but there have been several in the past couple of years that I have uh, genuinely enjoyed. Uh, is, is this one of them, though? Oh, yes,
0: actually. Okay, uh, this is okay.
1: probably one of my favorite. Anime of last year, in fact.
0: Ooh, high, high praise. If only I valued your opinions more. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, if you valued my opinions at all, Remington, we would not have this show.
0: It's true. That's just
1: a true fact.
0: All right. So, uh, one, one of your favorite ones from from last year. What's what's the the premise? Give me give me the the broad strokes of it.
1: Okay. So, stop me if you've heard this before. <laughs> it's about a character that yeah. uh, dies
0: and is like reincarnated in a different world. Oh, uh, by saying that, you've just made me remember the one good isekai oh, slime yeah. reincarnate.
1: Yeah, slime that, reincarnate. That is of the. One
0: go- all right so my question <laughs> you, you may know where I'm going uh do when they uh, are, when they are reincarnated is it as a slime no don't be ridiculous. All right. All right. That's unfortunate. Uh, continue. Because, I mean, that, it came out last year, and, and Slime uh, came out in 2018. Oh, uh, Slime was a a, a great... The best isekai. Uh, so, they, they die. What happens next? Where do they wake up, Sean? Uh, they wake up in bed. Oh. Is it their bed? Uh, no. Mm, how well, strange, yes, how mysterious. No. Things are different. Things are ominous. Perhaps it is their bed, but their bed in hell or heaven or in some strange alternate reality where one thing is different, or maybe now they're just a go.
1: I mean, you must have been playing the isekai uh, dart board game because that's basically how they usually decide (laughs) these things. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I I, I know, Sean. I'm very aware already. No, no.
1: It's it's an anime that starts off uh, about, an isekai specifically, that starts off about how you would expect. Uh, We get introduced to a character. That character dies, and uh, they wake up in a strange uh, place and have to learn about the world, and uh, adventure ensues from that. Uh, What makes this one different is uh, the fact that our main character, first of all, our main character is female. Uh, All right, risky. I mean, there are allowed to be female protagonists, Rem. You don't have to limit yourself to just guys.
0: No, I'm, I'm, I'm aware, and, and don't get me wrong, I like seeing female protagonists. There's an asterisk on that point, because many female protagonists... Uh, it, here's the thing. Usually, it's males who suffer from being a bland bitch protagonist, though it's possible with females. The problem is, with females, it's usually not just bland bitch protagonist. It's bland bitch, but hey, she's got big tits. And that's, that is what usually ends up being for a lot of female protagonists, and that's unfortunate. So you're saying that this is going to be a smut fest, is
1: what you're predicting.
0: I. That is my concern.
1: <laughs> well, that Remington, my, you should go to jail. World. You should go directly to jail because that is the, fucked up. Why? Because Remington, uh, the
0: the show we're talking
1: about today. <laughs> The main character is re- is a girl that is reincarnated into the body of a uh, young girl. Oh As no, oh no. I- about, about uh, if I remember correctly, eight. Shit, uh, I've done this to myself, really. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you would even suggest such a thing, Remington, is heinous, <laughs> to say the least. God,
0: all right. Uh, so uh, changing course very strongly. Hopefully it's nice and wholesome. What I'm hoping for is that it's literally about the platelet from Cells at Work, and that's all. And that's, that's, what I that's the sake I am hoping for in the world So you're hoping that a platelet dies
1: I see I see that's very interesting <laughs> uh God you know damn a bit you. of a different opinion I suppose but you know to each their own You mince my words Now you know how it feels <laughs> <laughs> but no, Remington, uh, no, uh, the anime starts like that. Uh, she wakes up in the bed, suffering from a fever in a very strange world. Uh, in, apparently in the body of a small child. Uh, and the title of the anime we're talking about is simply
0: called Ascendance of a Bookworm. Uh, oh, oh, okay. I am more confused. Don't worry. I'll explain. Because, Remington- I mean, one, one thing that I'm- It's unlikely to be a light novel, because that doesn't seem like a very light novel title. It is a light novel. Wow! They actually got a decent title. Good job. Yeah,
1: it's actually a really decent story, too. Uh, right, but right, I'm getting so... ahead of myself. So Ascendance of a Bookworm, Remington, is uh, this is this starts off as any other isekai. The big difference here, though, is that our main character uh, dies in a way that is probably going to be how you or I die. Uh, she dies being crushed by a massive pile of
0: books. Oh, I, I say as I'm, like, surrounded by literally hundreds of my books now. I mean,
1: yeah, you, one thing we have in common is we have sizable collections of books. Uh, yeah. I mean,
0: you, you've seen my room, Sean. It's just wall to wall, endless books. Uh, all right. I so s-
1: I have so many books that I can't keep them in my room. Like it's it's a it's a conundrum to say the least. All uh, right. But- so
0: here's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that like they either end up in a book or through multiple books and have to explore multiple different books, jumping from them. Blah blah blah. And and that's the general gist of
1: it. You want <laughs> you want reading Rainbow the anime?
0: Hell yeah, brother! <laughs> Amazing, I mean is it, but- oh, it Lavar Burton? Is he the one who does the reading rainbow? It is. Give me animeified LeVar Burton. That's all I'd I in the world. So
1: down for that. Oh my Why? god, that would be amazing. it would be delightful. Uh, or and if you're gonna do that, might as well include uh, uh Mika Burton as well, his daughter. Oh perfect. All right, yeah. I'm, I'm be, all. That would be that would be what I, I would pay good money to see that anime. Uh, but no, Remington, no. It's not it's not quite that level of advanced Isekai. Uh no, no. Ascendance of a bookworm is about uh, our main character, uh, uh Motosu Urano.
0: Uh, oh, I, I am going to forget that. It's okay. Uh,
1: Cause she gets a, uh, she is, she gets a, a name that you'll be able to remember more easily oh, thank uh, goodness. because she, uh, dies and then is reincarnated into the body of a young girl, uh, by the name of mine. Uh, mine.
0: Okay. Good old mine.
1: Yeah. And, uh, from, and this is all a very strange, and confusing circumstance, but it's very clear early on that, uh, mine was a person in this world and, uh, had my a mind and thoughts of her own. Uh, uh, but it appears as though uh, uh, Urano has uh, overwritten her.
0: Oh, so just just possessed this young girl.
1: Uh, either that or shunted the girl's soul out of the body.
0: <laughs> it's not and entirely clear. And then it becomes clear. a Freaky Friday situation where then mine is controlling her back in the normal world and wacky mm. shenanigans ensue.
1: Uh, no, it's more like the girl is dead. <laughs> Yeah. All right, so
0: so uh, now she's in this body, and and what is the world like on?
1: Uh, it seems like a pretty straightforward fantasy world. Uh, but the thing is, is mine isn't like some uh, prodigal child uh, in a rich nobleman's family. Uh, it, it's quite the opposite, in fact. Mine is uh, a young girl, six or eight, somewhere in that range. I can't remember exactly which off the top of my head, because uh, the story takes place over a couple years. Uh, and she is the daughter of a guardsman and lives in the uh, poor district of a fantasy kingdom and is a incredibly sickly child
0: oh this could be am i finally going to get my request of having an isekai protagonist that isn't horribly overpowered immediately that is correct remington because oh hell yeah
1: <laughs> this is not a combat centric isekai
0: oh my god it's that's uh, i'm all in i'm all wait all right and and just to, to double because we've had combat centric isekai and then we've had other centric isekai and i just want to double down that it's not that other other centric, he said. Kai either Remington. Ah, uh, she's eight. listen. I know, but anime gets weird and it Remington, hurts me. What I is the matter we, we, with you? It's, it's, this isn't. What this is whats the not, actual fuck, Remington? <laughs> This isn't. A, this is a problem with anime. This isn't me asking for it. This is me critiquing how often you have underage girls in anime being hypersexualized unnecessarily, and how that's bad. I'm against this. You're the one that keeps bringing it up, my man. It's because I. It's not because I want it. It's because I don't trust you as a person. <laughs> Do you, oh, hold on hold on do you think i'm some kind of lollycon rem i mean i've seen your docu collection sean no you haven't because there does not exist <laughs> wink wink nudge nudge
1: there's no wink wink this is an
0: auditory program Remington <laughs> all right uh away from your fascination with lollies all right so so it's it's just going to be focused on like existing and living more so uh
1: yes because as with all uh of these fantasy style shows you need to have a you need to have a gimmick Right uh, for a lot of oh, these of isekais. uh and, but rather than having just like a singular overpowered gimmick and going throughout the whole show that way and being generic as fuck, uh, Ascendance of a Bookworm has a uh, has much more hair about it than that because the whole uh, mine has died and has been reincarnated into a a body. She basically has a fresh start, uh, and the one thing that we learn about her immediately is that she loves books. Hell yeah! Like so, this this Hollywood. anime is probably what it would be like if you you and I got isekai I'm all in. I'm
0: this, I think that this has significant potential.
1: Yep. And since she has uh, died and has been reincarnated in a new world, uh she looks at, she's confused at first, but is a very optimistic person. So quickly tries to take advantage of it. It's like, okay, I'm in a new strange place. I'm in a body that is not my own. Uh, I'm a fairly smart person, which uh, she is. She has pretty close to a photographic memory for the most part. That, that's her isekai superpower is a very, very good memory. Okay. Uh, and uh, which, you know, all of her time was spent reading and all she cares about. Uh, and and, and, all and she so, wait, ev- wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. Here's how it goes. Here, This this anime is just going to be done in the style of Slumdog Millionaire. I beg your pardon. <laughs> so it's going to be all like you get in a difficult situation, but then you remember this one piece of information that you received one time way back and you're like, oh, this is super relevant for right now. You do it. It's all Gucci. Actually, no. Uh, no, 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 no. I got it's Slumdog it's a bit more- Blue more (laughs)
1: i'm sorry i blue dogged your millionaire blue dog blue ball Mm, oh no
0: don't blue dog me
1: (laughs) i'm gonna get a a green striped sweater and we're gonna solve mysteries together it's gonna be fine
0: (laughs) Alright, so so uh, photographic memory,
1: learning a whole lot. Yep, and all she's ever wanted in her entire life is to be a librarian, you know? Have charge over it. as many books as she could possibly imagine. You know, she had actually just barely gotten that job as a librarian, which is what killed her, killed her. but uh- uh, but now that she's in this new world, she's gonna take it as an opportunity to try again, except there's one problem. Yep. Uh, this is a fantasy world set in a time period where uh, books are kind of only for nobles and most people don't really know how
0: to read. Mm, but she can no, not yet. Oh. not at first, at least. Oh, fair. She
1: ha- she has all of her memories of uh you know her previous life. Uh, but all she wants, she says she'll be fine no matter where she is as long as she can read a book. Doesn't matter what the book is as long as she can read a
0: book. You know. Uh, all right, so it's it's a quest to become a librarian, get books, read books.
1: Yep, the whole Hell story yeah. is about her goal of trying to uh get her hands on some books and read them, and eventually
0: uh when things prove difficult to make them herself. All right, well I'm I'm all in. Uh, this it sounds like it was made. For me, uh, I'm say I'm optimistic, which is rare. Uh, is there anything else I need to know before we we jump in?
1: Honestly, Ram, this anime focuses primarily on world building, character development. Uh, it's very cute in its art style. Hell uh, yeah! It's also a little traumatizing at some points, and it's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's possibly it's po- like it's easily in my top four of last year, and I I have yet to decide whether or not it's in my like my top three or not.
0: Is basically how I wanted to slip it. Okay, well I'm excited to see if it uh, gets up there for me as well.
1: All right, Remington. Then without further ado, let's go watch some Ascendance of a Bookworm. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming six whole episodes of the hit 2019 anime, Ascendance of a Bookworm. And Remington, this is one of my favorite shows of the past year, probably my favorite isekai of that past year and you've made some comments before recording, uh, to peek behind the kimono a little bit, uh, so you're on thin ice. Let's see how- how you <laughs> feel about things.
0: Uh, yeah, I- I right before recording, I decided to frustrate Sean, which is always, uh, a smart move, uh, when he controls what we're gonna record next time, once we're done with this episode. Uh, so, uh, when it comes to Ascendance of a Bookworm, uh, I want to say, uh, I have very good opinions about it, very favorable overall. They're is uh, one thing that uh, people are going to be very angry about. Very, very angry about. Mm-hmm. But we'll get to that. We'll, we'll save that for the end. It'll be the nice little cherry on top. Uh, everything else, I, I think, will be quite amicable. People will enjoy and agree, and everything will be fine until that moment. Oh, God, Remington, you are <laughs> you are setting us up for failure. And uh, I mean, isn't that just my perpetual state?
1: <laughs> yes, but I would prefer it if I could uh, be angry at you while you're here in person so I can actually murder you. Sean,
0: <laughs> just like anime, I can always get worse. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's the kind of episode we're doing here, all right? Okay.
1: Okay, all then, right. Remington, let's get into it. What are your thoughts on Ascendance of a* book warm uh
0: so things open up and uh there's they they do uh, what many shows do like a flash forward before flashing back right and the flash forward was fine uh as I've watched more I think it was broadly unnecessary and I I can tell it was like to hook you into it uh but it just I, I don't know if it was wildly necessary that being said uh, then we see mine in, uh, in her environment. We also get a flashback to what she was like in the normal world. Uh, and the flashback, wildly stylized in a very pleasant manner. Like, I really enjoyed the artistic style from there. It was sort of like a, a, a stained glass papers craft style, almost, uh, in, in a very strange, disjointed way. I was all in on it. Really yeah, it was enjoyed very fairy that. Tale. Yeah, I, I appreciated it. Uh, and, and it plays with styles a bit. Uh, this show does. And I always enjoy shows that play with different styles. It shows that they're willing to uh, diversify themselves a little bit, willing to push their comfort level a little bit and and that that shows thought and effort i appreciate that uh very early on another thing mine does uh when when she sees the others in this world around her uh she calls out protagonist hair in all of them uh she's like wow these are some wacky colors uh it's like all right you got a little bit of self-awareness going on that's a thumbs up from me uh and and the first episode pretty straightforward lays the foundations a lot of what you were saying, uh, she's figuring out about the world, uh, the end bit is also nice, the- the little closing credit sequence, once again, very artistic, very nicely styled, very pretty, mm-hmm. uh, and so yeah, the first episode, uh, It's basically a lot of what you covered already in part one of the podcast, uh, but very pleasant overall. Real solid first episode. Uh, It's charming. It's enjoyable. It's creative and thoughtful. Thumbs up to the first episode. Things are going well. Okay. All right. We're starting
1: off strong. That is a good sign.
0: So then we get to episode two. Uh, In episode two... Uh, mine decides her her hair fucking stinks. She lives in a stinky medieval world. Fuck that shit. Uh, which I understand. Relatable. Uh, and so she invents shampoo and one of the things that I, she, she invents like, She does a couple things in this episode that shows her inventive qualities. Uh, but she, she invents shampoo. And one thing that I like is the detail of actually showing clean hair as opposed to normal hair in an anime style, because the vast majority of shows would be like, wow, the hair is so clean. And maybe you would get like one screen grab where it's like sparkling a little bit. And then it would just look the exact same as it always does. Right. Uh, which is, isn't terrible, but that's what most shows do. And it just feels a little bit like lazy and you're like, oh, okay, sure whatever Uh, but this show it actually keeps a very consistent style so that you know what hair is clean and what is not and that is such a minor small thing but it shows that they care about those sorts of details it shows that they're willing to to think those things through and that even small effects have consistent ongoing uh ongoing effects from them yep and that stays consistent throughout the entire series
1: uh, especially with uh uh, lutz uh, in particular who uh, doesn't get his hair clean. ...cleaned as frequently as Mine and her family, but when Mine forces him to get his hair clean, it is very stark and very apparent and uh, helps add to the scene uh, that he's in overall.
0: Yeah, Uh, something else that I I started really enjoying is that uh, occasionally Mine will sort of, like, talk to herself or think to herself, and it'll turn into a self-referential chibi. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that was was very charming. That was cute. Uh, She'll turn into a self-referential chibi, usually discuss knowledge that she used to have uh in the normal world and uh will often end things with a yahoo and it's great it, it, really nice really pleasant yeah mine is very charismatic for being a
1: fairly introverted bookworm
0: well yeah one interesting thing is just how wildly eloquent the children are in this world not just mine because mine you can have an easy argument for why she's so eloquent uh because she was like a proper well-read adult before this uh but even even like like lutes right or or ralph or any of them uh, they're just so so eloquent they're using such advanced language here it's like that's pretty impressive for a five and six year old <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i mean uh a lot can be said for uh the difference in education from a, a uh, fantasy perspective because a lot of times uh in different fantasy books and locations especially with a medieval-esque setting uh the kids will have to learn to be a bit smarter a bit quicker and that is a a very common trope to find in uh, fantasy heavily featuring young folk.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, And it's like I'm I'm okay with with having them be uh, a bit smart a bit eloquent because it makes things, it smooths things along and as long as it's a consistent rule uh, you can follow your own type of logic and that's fine. Uh, then, uh, mine, she's on a hunt for books. She learns that books and paper, they are expensive. They're only for nobility and she lives in a nice poor family. Uh, it is around this time where she just comes up with a casual idea, uh, essentially communism for books. And that is an idea I think we can all get behind. Uh, uh that is going to be my political platform from this point forward. Uh, communism gonna, for you're books. You're going to have to elaborate a bit on that, man, because
1: that's going to scare some people. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, she she just says uh how wildly unfair and unequal it is that only the rich are allowed uh these great things and that system should be abolished and everyone should be allowed to have uh have books uh and you know what Yep, all in i'm all in there with mine communism for books uh that is the system of government governance i want i feel
1: i feel like I feel like there's a better way to phrase that, Remington. Hashtag
0: communism for books. That'll Uh, never trend. uh, (laughs) We may not know much about social media, but I can guarantee that'll never trend. Please tweet us, at AnimeConPod, hashtag communism for books. Uh, Please don't. And, and so then we go into uh, the, the next episode. Once again, we have mine uh, creating new things. She creates the equivalent of like pancakes. She starts making uh, clay tablets, all of these different things. And I, I'm, I'm this is like a, a very small flaw, but a noticeable one that I think starts to be presented around this time. It risks presenting society around her as a bit dumb. And I don't mean the specific individuals. I just mean everybody around it. Uh, uh, for example, like they, they, they eat some of the uh, Peru plant pulp, right? And uh, that's traditionally been bird feed. And she's like, oh, it actually tastes pretty good, even in its present state. Uh, and if, if you want to pretend that no one would ever have tried the pulp before, uh, you, you're just ridiculous. Uh, we all know how people work. Uh, we, we Look at society today. People are willing to try stuff that is not edible, that very much is not edible. So I imagine if something is edible, they'll try it. They'll figure out it's good. And uh, because we're humans, if it tastes in any way good, we will come up with a recipe for it. Uh, so that's a, a small example, but at times it risks presenting this society at large as just uncurious entirely. I don't think it's a major issue. They don't always do this. However, there are definitely times where it's like, uh, is it, is it going to be like that? Would, would no one have ever tried anything like this before? Uh, and, and so that is just a, a minor gripe about things.
1: I mean, to be fair, Remington, a lot of this stuff is set in, like, very early Middle Ages stuff, and if you look back at our history specifically, there's a lot of instances where there are some obvious things that we feel like, why didn't anybody do this uh, sooner? Still never done. It's just a combination of tradition and not uh, having the exact desire to do so. It could have been something as simple as, hey, we found out that chickens like to eat this stuff, and it's cheap and easy to get, and we can make use of the other parts of the fruit, so we might as well just keep using it as a cheap and easy source of chicken feed. I
0: mean, you can certainly come up with like explanations like that, but when it consistently happens, especially when uh, when mine will consistently be like, "Oh yes, thank you, ancient civilization, for this development," uh, and that just shows like, was was there was there not really much of a previous civilization before this one? Does this have no history? Uh, once again, not a super major gripe, but I definitely think that it it diminishes that a bit. Not even at all times. Some of the inventions, like I think the shampoo thing. handled very well makes uh, some decent sense in how it was presented cool Uh, using some some modern knowledge for that Uh, but taking the pulp of a plant that tastes good and the pulp tastes good and using that for food mm, that seems a little bit more of a stretch then also in this episode you get a bit of a fatherly rivalry because mine starts to uh, learn a little bit about uh, writing her name and things from one of her father's uh, co-workers basically another soldier Uh, and and, and uh, his name is Otto. Great dude. And she learned some stuff. And she tells her daddy, yeah, "I was tons of fun." He's Otto is a great dude. And uh, the the father has like now this fatherly rivalry with Otto because he wants to be like his daughter's hero instead. Uh, and that was charming. That w- that was pleasant. I enjoyed that. I mean, that. yeah, every father kind of wants to be the hero of their kids. I feel like. Yeah, and I like I I the the overall arc like it, it's pleasant. It's amusing. I always like seeing those familial bonds. Uh, it's a, it's a nice dad, uh, it's insecurities, we can, we can understand, we can sympathize, and the fact that they're over the top, uh, just makes them more charming. It's a very, uh, Maze Hughes-esque, uh, approach to fathering, and I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, in, in the next episode, uh, I, I started to get this, this concern, so, once again, mine is just coming up with ideas on how to write, how to maybe make paper, how to, uh, tablets, etc., uh, etc., cetera, et, cetera, et cetera, all these different writing systems, uh, Uh, And and it was at this point, I I worried that some things might just be a little bit too easy for mine. Fortunately, in episodes uh, five and six, there are some more obstacles. But I feel like episode four was a relative cakewalk for mine. And that it was either, well, obviously she can do this and it's all just fine. Or else random thing came up or it's just because you're real frail and so it would be random chance frailty or success and those are the only three things uh which doesn't prevent a very complex narrative once again this in in the other two episodes following this they did a better job it was just in this one it was presented as a bit of a worry for me uh and i definitely think that it's still something that could be like in the back of my mind even though i don't think it's as big of a deal now Okay,
1: interesting perspective. Uh, but, right, it sounds like we basically got through all six episodes really quickly, and you haven't really yeah, I mean, complained about much except for your usual nitpicky
0: things. It's true. Like, this show it has good timing. It's charming. It's fun. Uh, there, there, wh- one weird bit happened at the very end of episode six, and I'm not sure if I like the direction that this is going, because mine, she'll she'll have a fever, and it's a weird fever, right? A bad fever. Uh, and at the end, it's, it's revealed that it, it's something called perhaps something called The Devouring. And and here's my concern. Uh, I don't want this to be a super intense dark show where The Devouring is a major element. That's not what I want from this so far. And so I'm worried. that It's a concern. Uh, uh, I mean, it is definitely a major part of the world building. Uh, it is. I just don't want edgy, intense bullshit in this show. I don't know if it would work as well as I'd want it to. It seems a bit incongruous to where it's generally heading. I don't know, man. I should not have stopped you at six episodes. I'm
1: skeptical. I'm skeptical. Oh, goodness. Because, uh, okay, the devouring is a major plot point and motivating factor for her in the future. So that is, it is it is a plot point. It's not like super dark edgy as much as it is It's a condition that I mean, it is called the devour. <laughs> yes,
0: because it's you, you gotta admit, that's Edgelord as
1: fuck. Yeah. But it it makes sense in the realm of the of the uh, the magic system that they are developing in this.
0: Yeah, I, and that, that that may be fair. Uh, once again, it's not it, it's a, like a potential concern rather than an actual flaw. Uh, I haven't seen it far enough to see how it's utilized. Uh, it's just given how it was presented, it's a bit like uh, oh no. Uh, but nonetheless, overall, this show, absolutely delightful, very enjoyable. I think the vast majority of people would have a good time with it. Uh, I am totally fine with labeling this as like the second good isekai that we've ever seen and ever done uh there's you got mine you got rimaru there we go that's the list uh, those are the two, those are the two good people who've been isekai'd. Uh, which I guess means the first step is you got to die. Like you can't just get isekai'd through a magical world uh through like a portal or a video game. You got to die. That's I, that's what we're learning. You have to die. I mean the main character in Konosuba died. Uh well and that goes you you have to die, but that doesn't mean that it'll be good. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but, but Sean, going through those, those six episodes, very pleasant. Uh, I, I've sung its praises quite a lot. Uh, I did say there was going to be something that was going to anger a lot of me. All right. Okay. Uh, I want, I, I want you to remember, uh, way back when, uh, when we did a show that I would like to remind everyone I liked called Violet Evergarden. Oh no, here we go. In Violet Evergarden, I pointed out multiple times that I liked that show. However, I did bring up a certain critique and it angered a lot of people. Uh, this is going to be similar to that. Uh-oh. So, uh, I think that with Ascendance of a Bookworm, it has very weird looking fire. Now, I know, okay. I know that many people are going to get angry. Oh, just like Violet <laughs> Evergarden and and saying the water looks weird and, and out of place. How dare you? How dare you insult the fire of Ascendance to a Bookworm? You don't understand the, the poetic, the metaphorical, the deep lore behind it, how much it's meaningful. No, I'm going to say it, it looks a little bit weird. The rest of the show, absolutely beautiful. Very pretty show. The fire looks a bit weird, especially that first scene that shows the fireplace. Uh-uh. No, there's something janky about it. Don't like it. Uh, I, th- I think that's like the, the one visual flaw in the show. I'm willing to be put on the cross. I understand. Everyone's, I'm sure, furious, but that's... that need to get that off my chest
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh god for once remington you're trying to start a controversy where there is none i think most people will agree the fire's a bit odd looking (laughs) oh hell yeah finally i am redeemed (laughs) like it's not offensive by any means i don't mind it but (laughs) this is your big complaint with the show
0: yeah, I mean, appara- I, I, Sean, I've learned that apparently the weebs don't like it when you insult janky-looking elemental qualities. Uh, I, I insulted the water in Violet Evergarden. People got pissed about that. Uh, uh, now I'm primarily insulting the because fire. Violet
1: Evergarden is a show widely renowned for having some of the best TV
0: animation in history. That's and why people said, got upset. I said that it was a very, very pretty show and that I liked it. The water was real janky and weird-looking, though. Uh, Similarly, fire in this, not great. Uh, but really i I don't have too many like major concerns about it i I think like with with some of the concerns that i I've lifted like it, it risks some people appearing th- in some society appearing a little bit stupid and that maybe at times it might be a little too easy for mine as well as the concerns that might get a little bit edgy uh those those do slightly diminish it but i'm still I'm probably looking at like an eight out of 10 rating for a sentence of a bookworm like it's really good
1: yeah no honestly your concerns are valid but I honestly don't think they hold any weight. With uh, things being too easy for mine, mine constantly comes into contact with uh, setbacks and th- things that keep holding her back. Like I said, like her only advantage is her uh, no- uh, knowledge of modern technology and her incredible memory. That's basically all she's got going for her. Everything else is a matter of circumstance and uh, her physical weakness. The devouring itself uh, becomes a more tangible thing that uh, really puts into perspective the the dangers of living in this world and the dangers of mind's condition in and of itself, and what yeah, needs to be done know. to I don't deal with if, it.
0: I don't know if I want to deal with the dangers. I don't know if I want to be like, oh, is is she gonna survive? Is she gonna make it? I I right now, I'm just enjoying a pleasant show where a real young girl is struggling to, to write books and make stuff and live in the world, and that's it. And that's pleasant. That's enjoyable. Uh, I want it to maintain its slice-of-life qualities, and I, I, I don't want it to turn insanely... I like it goal-driven. I'm worried that if it becomes too plot-driven, it it might get a, a bit muddled. It is entirely goal-driven throughout the entire thing. Goal.
1: There's just new goals as things go on. Like, mine's original goal of uh, making books and g- giving them to everybody, is uh, a constant. Uh, but of course the it's uh, it's not as simple as that unfortunately. and as the plot progresses, more challenges arise that uh, challenge mine in different and interesting ways.
0: I, I'm, I'm going to tentatively uh, believe and accept that. Uh, and and so I, I remain optimistic that the show continues to be a good one. Uh, So far, been quite impressive. Saw uh, almost half of the first season. Real good. Thumbs up. I would recommend people watch it. Would encourage people to check it out because it's definitely worthwhile.
1: I mean, it was so good that it got a second season literally almost a season and a half after its first season ended. So if that's that's not a testament to its uh, speed and quality with the sheer quantity of anime that are coming out these days, it's quite a lot.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely think this is the type of show that's like, yeah, you know, a second season's well-deserved. Uh, as long as it doesn't last forever, because anime that lasts forever uh, are, say it with me, terrible. Uh, <laughs> Okay, you do realize
1: that there are literally thousands upon thousands of people who heavily disagree with you, right?
0: Hey, it's okay that they're all wrong. Uh, There were thousands of people who supported Hitler, and you know what? I disagree with them, too. There are thousands of people who agree with many things that I think are absolutely silly. Okay, so you think uh, Pokemon is a terrible series, then? (laughs) Uh no no I think Pokemon was 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 quite solid. It's not that I always disagree with with many people. So you think uh, Yu-Gi-Oh is a horrible god awful series then? I mean that that one is is so bad that it's amazing. <laughs>
1: So you think Dragon Ball Z is one of the worst series to ever be created?
0: Oh no, we'll have to we'll have to watch it again. Childhood me liked it, but there's a really good chance it has a lot of ingredients I don't like. So I don't know how what modern the grandfather me. of modern shonen. Hmm, hard to think. Yeah, it's 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 a genuine concern because I feel fondly towards Dragon Ball Z. And if but... that opinion changes, people will come and kill you, Remington. Like I know. actively,
1: there are more diehard Dragon Ball fans than there are Republicans. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
0: that's that's the metric. Dragon Ball Z fans across the globe versus Republicans in America. I don't know. Let's if you if anybody can find that statistic, send it to us and compare. Uh, because you know I it might be pretty comparable actually. <laughs> uh, but yeah, nonetheless, ascendance of a bookworm. Thumbs up. Definitely getting a good review. Okay. Good. Good. Ah oh, man, I feel really good about this Remington. Hopefully,
1: uh, we'll do a, a revisit in in the near future so that you can finish up the first season and see how you finally feel about it because. On Honestly, I can understand your concerns, and I know that not everything is going to go the way you want it to go, Remington. But you have to understand that after finishing that first season, I still love the show immensely, even though I had some similar concerns myself. Uh, And I am heavily enjoying the second season as well. Uh, I don't know how they could possibly fuck it up. Please don't fuck it up.
0: I mean, th- things have been more surprisingly fucked up before, so it's always possible.
1: I mean, yeah, I tried showing you beloved classic anime films, and you have to throw rocks at them just to make sure that people realize that you're a bad person. That's what I'm here for, Sean. <laughs> All right, then, Remington, without further ado, I have one final question to ask you.
0: Would you by chance want to watch some more Ascendance of a Bookworm with me? I, I would gladly watch more with you, Sean. A uh, really nice show, very pleasant, uh, heavily recommended.
1: Fantastic. Now then, before we get out of here, we do have a little bit of house cleaning that we need to do. If you really enjoy the content we produce, then I have a couple ways for you to support us. We have a Patreon. And on that Patreon you can gain access uh, to all kinds of exclusive bonus content, as well as getting your name shouted out on this very
0: podcast. And Remington, who are some of the lovely people that have decided to support us? Well, of course, we like to send our thanks out to all the bland bitch protagonists as well as the magical girls who support us. But the ones who get a shout out start out with our crazy wild yonder Ray waifus. We have Sarah Birch and Miles to Go, Kazu Morocco, Leos123, Hayden Lecker, Anonymous Gamer, Ultimate5401, Yuliana, Salty Pretzel, Glenn Michael Dolan, Ross Palmer, Jacob Livingston, Xerix. H-Wood, Kyle Likes Bikes, Farmer Weeb, Alexander Naciencenyo, That One Weeb, Chuck, 57, Andrew Rowicki, Grant Firetype, Matthew B, Devin McCutcheon. Chris Salas. Thank each and every one of you. You guys are phenomenal. Uh, We really appreciate it. But that is not all. We move one step above. We wander on over to the hallowed halls of Hogwarts where we get to our boy wizard tier. We are going to cross Mordor. We are going to represent the hobbits here. Yes, and we start that out with a great hobbit, Brady Weinbarger. Then we move on to uh, to an elf friend who is Chase Fredette. Then we move on to a wizard, Delina Perez. Then we move on... Uh, no, those are... those. Are, there we go. Those are our, our boy wizards. Uh, f- phenomenal, each and every one of you. I can't... Uh, very impressive. I can't tell which <laughs> part of that to be angry about. <laughs> Probably all of it, frankly. <laughs> and then... then we move to the very peak, the pinnacle of all glory and gratitude. We hit the White House at the musco tier, of course. We have the patron saint of the podcast himself, none other than saint. Then, on the flip side of things, we've got, in the boiling, burning fire, the almighty sinner. Then, we have Zachary Shirley. Surely he is running, am- I don't know, I'm running out of him. I'm running out of them. I'm struggling, Zach. (laughs) <laughs> then, uh, then we have. You know what,
1: Remington? I'll I'll make you a drink. Uh, how about a uh, Zachary Shirley Temple? How does that
0: sound? Oh, uh, there we go. Perfect. <laughs> then we have Cassidy, Justin. Just in case I mess up some more in the future. Then we have Theo, Noel. It is Noel. Uh, you were correct, Sean. Merry Christmas. Yeah, because I understand
1: <laughs> how fucking language works. Thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then we have the Silicon Specter. Uh, I I once I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dress what I did last time. It's fine. It's definitely not lewd. Yeah, Uh, you definitely made
1: a bit of a booby of yourself, so it's fine.
0: Hey! Then we have Take Your Damn Money, Dylan. Those are Dylan's mob connections uh, that that we mentioned previously. They've made it into the White House. Quite prestigious uh, mob connections. Uh, And finally, last but not least, we have the Touchy Diplomat. Silicon Spector may not be lewd, but the Touchy Diplomat, he definitely has something up his sleeve, uh, if you know what I mean. Uh, And so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hopefully it's, uh, hopefully or, 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 it's better or, than what we got. <laughs> yeah. uh, each and every one of you, we, we want to send our thanks and appreciation. Uh, it blows our mind that we can do this and that we can actually uh, make some money on it and that we can uh, continue making this consistently, even with everything going crazy as it is. We so strongly appreciate it. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. And if you want to support us, but you do not have... Uh, any extra cash lying around, that's fine. We completely understand. Believe us. Uh, Especially with the uh, events going on currently. Uh, But if you still want to support us in some way, I know what you can do. You can go on to uh, your Apple Podcasts, your Podbean, your Stitcher, your Spotify, whatever podcasting platform you listen to and just leave us a review on it, you know? Uh, For some reason that helps us grow exponentially. I don't know the exact specifics behind it because I'm not, you know, an economics major, but (laughs) I understand that the more stars we get, the more people get to see our debauchery. Uh, And if you also want to help
0: us grow, word of mouth is an excellent way to do it. How how well put. You're almost as eloquent as the five-year-old Sean. And if you would like to contact us directly, whether it is for a question, comment, feedback, or recommendation, then you can either tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto animeoutofcontext at gmail.com.
1: Once again, thank you all so much for tuning in, we really appreciate it, remember to love each other, and as always, don't fuck your sister.